Okay. Ooh, shit. Okay, problem child. You're up first, and we got you out of the way. We got everything pushed into the website. All right, good. Let's go. Next up, let's get everybody coming through on Podbean on the call-in hotline. Make sure everything is okay there. All right, look like look like we're two for two so far. Look like we're two for two so far. We may just be able to start on time. All right, let's go check. The video feed look like the video is feeding quite lovely quite nicely let's go ahead and start that the levels is good the levels is good the levels the levels the levels is good that sounds good to me what a boy I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes, pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts at. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen, like, and subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man, do the pod beat You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's. 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a tape faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my balls, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My T Sports Season I think that's my cue. Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T-Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the one knowing dollar throw my dealer. It is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. Actually, it's probably not the hottest city in the world anymore. They said we were going to have highs of 65 today, lows of 42. It's been a chill in the air. I think I seen somebody's pool freeze over slightly. Baby, you threw away that napkin that was over there? I don't know. Is that it? No, I left a napkin right here. You threw it away? Maybe. Okay, because they have my Yoni Pro in it. Sorry. I might be, I may have. Okay. We'll discuss this afterwards. But I bet right, it'll be good. you can get it back. Love you. Yeah, love you too. <laughs> Broads, they, 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 they see you here working and they can, they still got a body. Let's go. Make <laughs> 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 some- significant shit. Moving for you go day in the hottest city of the world. Thank you again for joining the podcast folks as always we're coming to you live and direct from here in south and boy do we have a big show for you after the weekend has 
just finished. Okay, look like we're still maybe having a few audio issues coming in and out with our live feed to the internet. Don't you guys forget that you can always you can also catch us on our call-in hotline that we utilize through the Bluetooth app. So if you go to the Bluetooth app and you go ahead and you find that and and you and you down and you get to the live section, you'll be able to find us. You'll be able to find us and call into the podcast. Alrighty, folks. I'm talking about we got a big show for you today. We got a big, big, big show for you today. As some people already know, we started teasing this just yesterday, so, folks. Of course, you know we we have a. We have a little talk for our Rock Nation Sports segment. As you know, we are the favorite podcast for Rock Nation Sports. We have a little bit of Florida man to get into. We're gonna have our Bluetooth promo code of the week. We gonna have our, we gonna have a little bit of Knicks talk. We're gonna maybe get into some lighter side of sports. I'm not, I'm not about quite that yet. sure about that yet. Obviously, folks, you know we got the tea of the week. We got the birthday party, and don't you worry, don't you worry, we no need football, no need to fear, the underdogs are for you. we have all that for you coming up in just a bit. Folks, first hour we're gonna birthday party. Second, second hour we'll, we'll we'll start we'll start breaking out a couple of things around the league, around the league, and start breaking out, start getting these games out of the way from from this weekend. And who knows where we go from there, folks? Big show, big show, big show. Actually, you know I got something for that. So let's get it started. You know what we say here, regardless of the time. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello. It's always a good time to talk some sports. Let's throw this motherfucker up and get popping. So, let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Mighty sports. That's right on time. Folks, man, 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 man. What a weekend we have, folks. This is Season 7, Episode 54, Excerpt 387 of Mighty Sports Podcast. We are 13 episodes away. So we're just about a month away, folks. Just about a month away from having our 400th episode. I think I'm going to want to do that show that I'm live at Sharky's. I think I'm going to do that live at Sharky's. So if you hit, so if you want to catch the 400th episode, please come down live at Sharky's, folks. As also, we'll be having our next show live at Sharky's as well, as is going to be the next Wednesday up in the dock. And then again, you'll catch the We'll catch us back in a couple of weeks when we go there. When we go back there for the first Wednesday of the month as well, I think that's gonna be kicking off right around January seventh or January eighth, one of those two dates. Let's go ahead and get directly into the birthday party. Let's get things started because, like I said, well, it's the big show. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. I'm retorting. Check it, check it. Yeah, check it, check it. Because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Check it, check it. Yeah, check it, check it. Yeah. Okay, folks, as you guys know, this is our birthday segment of the show where we like to highlight any and everybody that happened to have a birthday. Over the weekend, folks. So the first birthday that we have is actually going to start on the 23rd. Why the 23rd? Apparently, I had no birthdays lined up for the 22nd. Even though.
Oh, even though, even though. Nope, that was 19. Yeah, I got no birthdays lined. I got no birthdays lined up for the 22nd. So I'd like to say on the 23rd, I want to say happy birthday to a friend of mine's Willie Smiley. Also, 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 I want to say happy birthday on the 23rd to my Auntie Maria. Alright? And then also, I want to say happy birthday for the 24th to my to a battle buddy of mine's homeboy Dewan Baldry. And also another special birthday shout out to my niece Milana. Yeah. That's my middle sister's youngest daughter, which is like, fuck, because she's 20 already. <laughs> like, she just turned 20. Happy, birth happy birthday, little one. Loves you. I know, I'm the, I, know I, I know I'm barely ever around, but the love is still strong. You understand? So, to everybody out there, so, to Willie, and to Maria, and to Dewan, and to Milana, again, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Yeah, check it, check it, yeah, check it, check it, yeah, because Hang it's your birthday, Hang happy birthday, check it, check it, yeah, check it, yeah, so to all of you, we hope you have a happy birthday, we hope you, we hope you, Enjoy everything. We hope you regret, but more importantly, you get your weekend. Bye. And you continue. Bye. T. Check it. Woo. That was a quick birthday party. For all the time, what's going to the podcast? I see, I see the people joining through the Podbean um, hotline. Don't let you guys forget, if you are joining us through Podbean, that is our call-in hotline for the podcast. If you would like to call in with your sports questions, or if you just want to call in to yap it up real quick, you can go ahead and call it in. We'll go ahead and queue up, and we'll get you into the podcast. Folks, DJ MIT, DJ MIT, hey, hey, Regin, do me a favor now, cut that beat for me. Right, because you guys know, you guys know the first that, that the very next thing that we like to do, right? I, I, on, on Mondays, come on, we're like that, right? I'm weird like that. I'm cool like that. I go to school like that. I'm no fool like that. I use my tool like that in the pool like that. I'm aristocrat because I do that. That, <laughs> folks, as you know, right? And if you, and this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. But folks, we we have the next game. We have a sporting event on in the background as usual. And today we have the Knicks game on, folks, as the New York Knicks are taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. If I'm not mistaken, the Cleveland Cavaliers are currently ranked third. Is it third? The Cleveland Cavaliers may be ranked third. Okay, we're gonna put it up. But we'll, we'll, we'll get, as soon as that pulls up, we'll, we'll double check them. I think the Cleveland guys are ranked third in the East, right? With a record of... Nope, they're fifth in the East. Something just happened. Like I said, this is a record of 28. Like I said, it's not that far behind because it's sharing a division in Chicago. Milwaukee, Chicago with a record of 17 in the third place. And then Milwaukee with a record in fourth place. 30 and 19. On the Cleveland Cavaliers on, on a run, folks. Last time I checked up, then the New York Knicks were down, were down at the halftime, 51 to 50. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers missed about their first three to four shots, helping the New York Knicks open up to a 59-50 point lead. And now it looks like the New York Knicks are down heavily, folks. Last time I may have seen that, it may be 61 to 69. 
And it looks like Kevin Oak, oh, 72 to 61. Kevin Oak, looking at Kevin Oak, um, Oak, Okora and Kevin Love. Kevin Love and Okora are both heating up right now. There's about four minutes left to go in the third quarter. We will continue to keep you guys updated with this podcast. As, as you know, folks, if you've been to this podcast a lot, we have a couple of drunk uncles around the globe, folks. We got one in Cleveland. We got one in Toronto. We got a couple. Of, we got one in Cali. We got one. We got a, a drunk auntie in Vegas. We got a drunk auntie in New York. We got we got we got the whole drunken squad spread across the whole entire the whole entire drunken nation, folks. If you're part of the drunken nation, you go ahead and you drop that hashtag drunk nation. <laughs> real quick for real quick for me right so as soon as we get a couple of we as soon as we get a couple of them checking in folks we'll go ahead we'll we'll go ahead and go a little bit around the league and go ahead and question inquire about any current news coming out of their cities but for right now before we get into any news of the city let's go ahead and start our segment that we, that, that is very quickly sweeping over the whole entire drunken nation folks and that is the way that we like to start off our Mondays right after the birthday party and that is yapping about the tea of the weekend folks in the tea of the weekend I hate to say it but Aaron Rodgers is the new Peyton Manning basically he is the greatest regular season quarterback that has ever lived Aaron Rodgers take the KD route if you can't beat him, join him. Julius Randle. The trade deadline. It's February 10th. I'm just saying. <laughs> Joel Embiid. Quietly. Drops 50. Jokic. Joker, Jokic. Quietly drops 50 with a triple-double. How can big men be so quiet? Joe Burrow. Keeping it thorough. One word for him. Okay. Folks, and then there's Ryan Tannehill. Who may have just let Adam Gase back in the door. That's all I got to say about that. Then there is the infamous Tom Brady. I'm from New- and you know he's from and- New York, and you know he's a fucking. Tom Brady's a fucking. It's a young man's game. Time to hang it up. I think it's your. I think it's a wrap. It's past your time. And also, I'm from New York, and you know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Bing bong. And Tom Brady, how does it feel to get Tom Brady by the referees? Danger zone. Matthew Stafford, stay focused. Antonio Brown, stay classy. One of these teams are not the same. One of these teams are not like the others. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that one of these teams are different. Kansas City, 
Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, they different. Folks, that is your tea of the weekend. And what tea it was, folks! I can't, like, I, 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 I can't believe, like, I true, I personally can't believe what has happened this whole entire weekend. Have no fear, underdogs or here. I think that may be the theme. Dance, 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 dance for this week's show. It's the underdogs. It's the underdogs. What the underdogs? It's the underdogs. What? The underdog. It's the Rough Riders. The Rough Riders. The Rough Riders. The Rough Riders. It was definitely a crazy weekend. It was definitely a crazy week. A crazy sports weekend. Crazy football weekend. Crazy basketball weekend. Crazy ba- Nope, sorry. Baseball doesn't have any- It's because- On strike. So coming into this game, uh, uh, let's give you an update. The New York Knicks are currently losing by 14 points in the third quarter. As, as Listen, even though the Cavaliers started it off sluggishly, they quickly found their rhythm, and they, and they end up taking it to the New York Knicks. And now, as it, as it currently stands, New York Knicks are down by 14 points with 2 minutes and 22 seconds left to go on the clock, 76-62 Cleveland. Let's get into our Knicks talk, our Knicks talk. Let, let, before the Knicks go ahead and ruin my mood today, let's get ahead and talk, get into our Knicks talk, our Knicks talk. Because listen, whether they win or whether they lose, you know I still got my Knicks talk, my Knicks talk. So whatever they giving me light or they giving me dark, I got to stay with that spark and I stay with that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. Because we all have the dog of stalks when we talk, our Knicks talk, our Knicks talk. We channel our inner stalks, baby. We channel our inner stalks. You know what I mean? They seen a lighter side of news, but you know what I mean? John Starks, you know, I'm, I'm a prime candidate for a lighter side of, side of news, Presidente. Before there was Stephen Curry and them boys, there was John Starks out there giving people the business. Shout out to a couple of the original OG light skins. You know what I mean? Muggsy Bowles, uh, 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 John Storks, Doug Christie. He's of the world, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think Doug Christie was light skinned. The Grant Hills, you know what I mean? Shout out for you guys paving the way for all light skins out there. You know what I mean? Because without you guys putting in that putting in that good fight and showing your toughness, then it wouldn't have been the same because you guys were basically being like being looked at like Europeans. But I got a joke for you guys. If you're American in the bathroom, I'm sorry, being young. If you're American in the living room, what are you in the bathroom? I'll let you sit on that. I'll let a couple of you guys go ahead and weigh in on your answer, and we'll go ahead and get that covered in just a moment. Just, 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 little, just a little quiz, a little pop quiz, a little trivia, a little, little, little something to play around with, right? Like this day was nothing to LA the other day. That day was nothing to play around with with that LA squad, folks. The New York Knicks took on the LA Clippers, and they went in there, and they won 110 to 1. Mentioned in this too. Now, mentioned in this game that there was are they looking at this to see what kind of foul is like Quentin Grimes you see Quentin Grimes getting a lot of minutes for the New York Knicks we'll go ahead and talk about that in just a minute as well 10 to 1 New York Knicks with a record of 110 to 102 as they beat that last 
last Chargers, the LA Clipper last game, folks. Um, that game they did not have any Paul George and. Did not have any Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard still been out for the whole entire season. New York played a solid game from wire to wire. They played a physical game. They played a they played a purposeful game, decisive even. R.J. Barrett once again has continued to show his strides as as he as he once. Again, leads the lead the team in scoring with about twenty eight points. In this game, struggled at towards the end. Once he hit twenty eight, after he hit twenty eight, he bit his body autopilot. It was like uh, uh -uh, rejecting this. Uh -uh, I'm a uh -uh, transaction denied. Uh -uh, transaction denied. Even get the transaction to deny, but even get to get the thirty points. Even though he had about four good, four good solid looks at it, we see a nice contest, um, contest by Grimes as New York as Cleveland Cavaliers miss seventy six sixty three. Quitting and that was a nice challenge by Grimes. And Quitting Grimes takes a long three, and and looks like it's short from here. But no, folks, that was good. Quitting Grimes long three sixty six seventy six New York Knicks. Losing by 10. So RJ Barrett had another solid game, folks, where he was able to add, he was able to lead all New York Knicks scorers with 28 points. Um, he would get, obviously, to add, as, I said, as I said, he was, he was struggle just to get to his 30, but to get into the 30, I guess, wasn't really a big thing. I just, I would just, personally, him score 30 personal reasons, nothing, nothing major. Um, probably could have and to help secure the game a little bit, as you knew, the New York Knicks. New York Knicks always have to add some kind of scenario to the game for you to have to blow your cool. And, and this game, and this last game, wasn't any different. Um. Let's talk about R.J. Barrett and um for a second in this game, right? R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle in combination in a weird way, because both of them actually had a good game at the same time, and you and you saw, and you saw early on what this team could look like. Another three-pointer by Quentin Grimes after a nice defensive play, folks. This has quickly been been um has been uh this has quickly changed from a 14-point lead. Down to just a seven point lead, and in the third quarter, folks, Cleveland. One of our favorite numbers here on the Mighty Boys podcast get your drunk uncles out, put your drunk members. <laughs> in their face. <laughs> oh, man. This has been a this has been a really, really Really, New York Knicks had a nice, had a really good victory to start that off. You know, the New York Knicks, you just know, they haven't been very well in those matinee games. This was one of those matinee games New York Knicks played at 1 p.m. LA, LA flew over. New York Knicks handled their business. I said, RJ Barrett, um, for what seems not like the last 10 out of the last 12 games, he is he is one of the, he is the leading scorer for the New York Knicks, putting up just about 25 points per game. It looks like maybe like somewhere around like 22, 23, right? But but putting up over 25 points again. 
and you're starting to see this pattern. It's something that we talked about. We talked about when it came to R.J. Barrett right at the beginning of right right at the beginning of his of his struggles, right when he was catching COVID, where we came out and, and we said that you know what, he looks winded. He looks like he needs to recover, and we thought that he may have he may have needed to go to the bench. And very right after we made that proclamation, as you know, R.J. Barrett is a big fan of the podcast. And he's always listening, right? <laughs> that he had. He had one of his best games directly after that, and that momentum has continued. Now it's weird because I I listen I hear Knicks fans talking about hey they don't they don't know right now if they can trust in, in R J Barrett because they think that R J Barrett that you know he's he's hot for three games he's cold for another three he's hot for two he's cold for two but this hasn't been the case um this has been the case so far actually a little before the beginning of the new year but if you look at the beginning of the new year R J Barrett has technically led this team in scoring period. Dot com, whatever you want, whatever you want to say. Dot net because he gets buckets actually. <laughs> so RJ, RJ has been has has been really holding up his deal, and it's one of the things that that we said to hold him accountable, or that we uh, or that we laid out there to let you guys know that you know what, he's not quite the, he wasn't quite there yet for what we were seeing, but if he could do this, and we and we put a benchmarker out there. Then it would at least solidify him being picked top three, and what that was was just to start averaging twenty-two to twenty-five points per game. Get those numbers up a little bit. You're averaging seven. You was averaging seventeen. Now we're talking about get physical, get to the line, and get seven free throws. You're gonna get a couple of and ones. You're gonna get a couple of chippies. But on top of leading the team in scoring, you're also seeing him. You also started to see him really use his size. I, I feel like, and not just on random drives to the lane. You're starting to see him utilize his size to get rebounds, box people out, guard the four. Um, a few times when needed. So far this season, remember, remember he's about six eight, two thirty. And it, which in today's NBA is a big motherfucker. So we get to so 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 we're starting to see R.J. Barrett just slowly get coming to that role, and what that role is, possibly being a number one scorer, because we see we've already deemed or dubbed the other two individuals that were drafted ahead of him, Zion Williamson, even though he hasn't played in about two years, and obviously John Moran because John Moran has been tearing it up for the last two years. I take back a statement where I said that R.J. Barrett may have grown more than John Moran. <laughs> I said that sometime last part last year in the podcast. Sorry, that better drill is kicking in. If R.J. Barrett can start maintaining about over 22 points per game, he's going to 100% sound all the critics that say that, hey, are you the number one guy? Or are you even worth being drafted number three? And also, you know what? It may start making Julius Randle's movements or a trade for Julius Randle a little bit more susceptible. R.J. If you R.J. Barrett can now start being that guy, but you have to understand when R.J. Barrett starts popping up, or, or if he starts cooking like he like he's been cooking, who's who's gonna pass through the double team to help bail him out? Because Julius Randle isn't there. That was a lot what we saw in this Clippers game. Is that you saw a lot of you saw a decent amount of feeding between the two. 
You saw them. You saw. You saw both of them looking for each other. Um, um, a little too too often at times, passing up a few clean shots. But there was a tone that was trying to be set that game, and it was defense, and it was sharing the ball, and that it it definitely did that um that it definitely did do. Um, we saw we saw a little bit of Emmanuel quickly, and Emmanuel quickly, I still I still remain to be impressed by him. Not as not as impressed as I am about Quentin Grimes, but that's obviously the second year I'm seeing him. What I am seeing is something that I've been telling you guys since about last year is that I see the future point guard of the New York Knicks already on this team. I don't see the New York Knicks need to go out and go get a point guard unless you are really bringing in the John Morant's of the world. And there is only John Morant in the world this time. Ooh, Obi, you got to get that. Obi Toppin is trying to all of you to try to bring this back down to a 10-point game. He ended up missing that all of you. Cleveland goes ahead and, and drives into the lane. A little bit out of control. You see Knicks players on the floor. Look like he's trying to kick that ball out. Is he going to be able to get that out in time? Oh, yep. He got it out to Kevin. Kevin is spot up for a three-pointer. Kevin loves the three. And that wasn't Kevin. And we see a little exchanging of the threes as New York Knicks come back with a three of his own. And who by none other, a name that you that you guys should have been quite familiar with by this podcast alone, but Quentin Grimes already. If I'm mistaken, that's at least the third three-pointer I've seen him hit. In less than a quarter, folks. He started he started heating up in the end of the third quarter. So in this, so in this half alone. And and we see his and we see his defense. So he may have like three. Oh, oh, close that, close that. You know, Knicks are still down by 12. It's 86 to 74. Manny quickly has been on top of the key. Oh, gets the pick and roll. Brings it back out. He thought about it shooting it for a minute. He got the ball to Taj Gibson. Looks like Taj Gibson is going to take a... Uh, He's gonna take a he's gonna take a little nasty bump or whatever, and look, this may still continue to be Nick's ball. What's going on, Mark? How you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the up, podcast. What What's going on? Yeah, yeah. What's going on? We got our residential Dallas Cowboy fan, the drunk uncle, the the, the Dallas Cowboy drunk uncle of the of the podcast. How have you been? How have you been holding up? I know, I know these couple of weeks have been rough for you. Yeah, man, it's all good. We're waiting for. Uh... Waiting for uh, Sean Payton to be available so we can snatch him up real quick <laughs> to be our coach. <laughs> Dallas Cowboy fans, you guys, you guys never feel. It. But but you know what though, you have you, you actually have one of those teams where you you're right there. You're like Buffalo in a like not not quite like Buffalo, but you're like Buffalo in a weird way where you're right there. Like you have the you have the team right now to like to keep banging out on that door to see if you can make some noise. It's just that you got to bang louder. You like you motherfuckers is like people that you banging too timidly. It's, 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 it's been a rough one. We're gonna get into football in the second hour of the podcast. Don't you don't you guys worry, as we continue a little bit with our next talk. Did they win today? Well, the, currently they they are playing right now. I think they're down by about twelve still, with about eight minutes left to go in the fourth. Folks, here goes another three-pointer by R.J. Barrett. Folks, they have now reduced this back down. Folks, it is a nine. Folks, it is about over eight minutes. Team, New York Knicks, New York Knicks, 10 team, folks. Now, 
somebody that we and that we have not seen in a while and that is one turn from, from knee soreness but it looks like right now as the fourth quarter is starting that they're, they're, they're going to be playing a little bit more Emmanuel quickly and Quentin Grimes which listen if you're a Knicks fan this is probably what you want to see like this is probably one of the ooh, one of the lineups that you prefer to see is Emmanuel quickly at the one Quentin Grimes at the two with RJ Barrett at the three especially with all of these guys like because this is the lineup that oh, that's going to be the backcourt that needs the Development, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're gonna be they're gonna benefit more from the playing time. Derrick Rose, Evan Fournier, Alex Burke—they're not benefiting from the playing time, except for they're playing in the NBA and they get to continue to try to make make some more money. But your future is gonna be based around those three guys. Like if you're Knicks fans right now, you may be seeing the like, and I and I know anything can happen to get rid of players or whatever this and the third, but. If Tom Thibodeau can stop being stubborn and get the stick out of his ass a little bit, he may be seeing that, hey, these three guys are the way to go. And you see one of the things that, that makes it so different when they're on the field, especially when, when they're on the court with, with Obi as well, the energy is just different. It, it goes from a veteran, a veteran lineup that is slow and methodical to a young lineup that is that that is fast and methodical, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, they they push the tempo a little bit better, and that's what ends up getting them a lot more th um, a lot more three pointers. And these sometimes open threes from their bench squad. They they have more capable shooters and they have a better green light. Like I'm not in, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Now, <laughs> as I'm watching this um as I'm watching this this Knicks and Cleveland game right. As I said earlier, the Cleveland Cavaliers are currently the sixth seed in the in the East. And you know what's weird to me? When I look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers reminds me a lot of the Knicks from last year. I can see that. Where it's a young squad. They're built a lot around their defense. Like they, they if if you if like even just hearing the commentators talk today, right? They don't have a lot of scoring that they they, they could get from. What it is is defense and hustle and transition. And bringing it to people every single night when they're not asking you to bring it to them because it's been Cleveland. But you know what? Cleveland can catch a bone every once in a while. You know, you know. A yeah, bone. when they. Uh, it's funny when, when they. Uh, Brooklyn yeah. Against Brooklyn. Yeah. We're talking about. We're talking about they Allen. They didn't want to give up Allen. You know what I'm saying, Jared Allen. But shit to get, you know, to get Harding, they had to give him up. You know, it was like that was that was. It, it was like it was hard to give him up. Put it that way. That's what that's what they were saying. Uh, I know it definitely and, was. Yeah, and he, you know, he balling out, man. He balling. Well, he's always been, but he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's a rim protector. He finished strong at the win. He's young. You know, he's he's energetic, and when he can stay healthy in his role. He's a nice, op not an option to go score, but he's a nice option to have down there and a nice protector. What's going on, Ron? Ron? So I'm watching this. I'm watching this Knicks and in, in game, right? And, and and if you guys, and I know that every.
right, little shows and stuff like that. Right, like for New York, I know we have the bike dude, we have the we have the lady with the but you know what I mean? But we also have our Nick City dancers, right? And we also have have the shows, right? And then we all have the street team dancers. I'm watching this. I'm watching this. Clean theatric. They theatric die dancers. <laughs> like they had old people that had to do leg moves and they. It was one of those. It was one of those kind of things. And then I I, I turn. Play the TV and I come back and look, and next you know they have the grizzly dancers. If you don't know what a grizzly is, it's people dressed up in hot dogs and dancing. Yeah, they Ajul dancers, got the grizzly dancers out there, and then to top it off, the last icing on the cake. Was that that won a contest to be able to show off their talents during? Well, the kid that was showing off his talents was a and started singing Frank Sinatra's New York, New York. <laughs> Cleveland, what the fuck are you doing? And also, Cleveland, Cleveland, this is for you. This is for you. <laughs> you have the old geriatric dress. You have the dancers. You have the dancers, and then you got a, and then, and then and then you got people from your own. I was singing New York songs. I was like, that ain't, that ain't right. They, they, oh, they had to bring the mascots out. To cut his wire. <laughs> Playing that song, Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks is what helped the disproportionate black people and, and from them selling rocks throughout um, throughout their streets is what has helped put, um, put their people in, in, in behind the eight ball and what has Ohio and the city of Cleveland. I was so many, so many black men Cleveland from their family. Oh, Cleveland rocks. I'm just saying. When I hear Cleveland rocks, I hear a thing. I'm from South Florida. Like, you still. About Tyrone Biggums. You don't know about me, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, there actually are some more trade rumors revolve around the Knicks. Five, um, less than six minutes to go. The New York Knicks are down by seven eighty-six to seventy-nine to the sixth-place Cleveland Cavaliers. They're talking trade rumors. Well, there's a couple of trade rumors, right? There's a couple of trade rumors. One and, and one trade rumor that 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 has popped up recently is 
involve trade rumor that may involve getting rid of Julius Randle and Kimball Walker. I'm, can I tell you, I'm a fan of getting rid of both of them. <laughs> Oh, I am over the Julius Cornelius Randall. I don't know if his real name is middle name is Cornelius. I'm just, I'm just gonna give him different fancy middle names from here on out. <laughs> right? But Julius. I'm over Randall. I'm over everything about him, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm uh, for him to be gone from New York. Uh, I don't like how he's himself this year. Th this year, like I said, like I said, this year really helps you appreciate your consistent stars in the game, right? Not. The guy that has had the most in prison, and you're waiting to see if he can continue to have a great season. And great season, and a great these guys did it consistently, or consistently so far. So, nothing to so take. Like, a, what's that? Like the Durant, and the. Talking so like the Durant's and the and the Curries and the. Like consistent like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like them, like, like, the, like the LeBron Jameses of the world. Even once he found his footing as, as a star, the Jimmy Butlers. Guys, right? Guys, yeah. even on their levels, which we consider A minus, maybe B plus at the lowest level, you know what I mean? Those guys are doing it consistently. Julius Randle has been able to do, but also accepting and able to take the pressure of being that guy that's required. And holding, and holding up his end of the bargain. I'm sorry, Julius Randle looks to me like one of those guys that he got paid. He no longer wants to play to his maximum efficiency. He's no longer going to the gym every night. You know what I mean? He's no longer I was wrong getting up, getting up I was worth of shots be at after bosses game or after bosses. He's no longer doing that anymore. And you can tell Of one, but the trade rumor that I'm hearing of one Minnesota, Minnesota that was in Kimball Walker over to and Julius Randle over to Minnesota for D'Angelo Russell, Josh Okagi, a, tw a 21st first round pick. And 
Weird right now. Weird way. I think I'm taking this if I'm the Knicks. I think it's going to be weird because it's going to give them a point guard. It's a big guard. And it's going to take away probably the biggest scoring asset is. And once you take... And once you out there start getting rough for everybody else out there while Julius Randle may not be handling himself well for the 10% taking all of the strap for the team he's taking the RJ Barrett has a bad game for everybody else you understand you're, you're next in line you no longer They can't blame Derrick Rose. He's injured. They can't blame Kimball Walker. They've benched him. Blame um, um, Evan. They already know his defense is bad. The one person that they can blame is looking. We're good last year. What the happened? Like you're still in your prime. You shouldn't be falling off like like like. Going to play for Washington. I don't, I don't know, but they they really gonna give up D'Angelo because I know they really like D'Angelo. Well, I don't know. Like I said, it's, this is a trade rumor. This is a trade rumor. This is a trade rumor. Like I don't know how. It's a rumor. It's it's, it's like a fantasy football tip. It's a rumor. <laughs> it's not the rumor. <laughs> um. Like, it's Angelo. They, they really like Angelo. I know. I know. I I, I for I don't know. Basically, this this trade seems very lopsided. When he was with the Nets, so. yeah, this trade looks very lopsided to me because we all know by now that you have to, you have to temper Kimball Walker's minutes, and then we also know that Julius Randle hasn't been consistent yet. And also, talk about getting a twenty-four first-round pick. Uh, oh no, that's what they, that's what they'll get. They'll get our twenty-four first-round pick. First round. That's not what they give it up. They get well first round. Like if I'm the next, I may pull this. The only problem is I know how big as much. I know give it to Julius Randle. I know how much of a bit he of a bit he is to us. And if you think the losing is bad now. Wait till there's no Julio, but also with no Julius Randle, it may also make it may, it may also force back more. It may also open up for back more for more back cuts. As I've already stated before, and Obi Toppins and Quentin Grimes and Ju and Rick and and Quickens. Stop it. The pace of Quickens. So we're gonna have to try to find some kind of like happy medium there. Now, since we're talking, let's get into a little bit of next talk before we switch over, right? Before, hey, hold on. What? Before, hold on. 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 Before, h
Right? Most sold jerseys, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's one, and let's, and let's give him a bigger. That's one of the things we was gonna go ahead and big up um towards the end of this next talk segment. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh shit! I got rid of the big up sound. Oh wow! Hold on. Let's go ahead and use that for right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you saw him with the number fourteen um I'm selling jersey. That's a couple of things. Um, obviously, obviously he plays in the New York market, but. As we know that there is an aftermarket, um, there's an aftermarket. But they're showing him love, though. You know. What I'm but they're showing him love, though. You know. What I'm oh saying? no, they're, yeah, they're definitely showing it up. But you know, there's an there's an after off, there's an aftermarket. Um, not shit, shit, shit. There's an underground aftermarket. You know what I mean? For 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 jerseys like that. And also, if you if if what if what he's been doing these last couple of games, if this is a sign to people that he's finally um turning over that new leaf, then right now is the perfect time to get his jersey. Cause this will be the last time before he sucked. And it was, I mean, you know what I mean? Which I don't think he sucks. Somebody that gets 17, 18 points a game doesn't suck to me. He just has to he just has to figure a few things out to break that 20. And he's starting to do that this year. And I mean this year as in calendar year. Since this calendar year has started, he has been consistently over 22 points a game. Now, one of the other cool things um, about, about the New York Knicks... Today is the end of... It's our anniversary... Our anniversary. Do you know what today is? It is anniversary. It is the eighth year anniversary of when Camilla Anthony scored his career high and a Gordon high sixty three points. What's it? Sixty two. Sixty three. That was eight years ago today, folks. And the New York Knicks have come all the way back. If I just saw that screen correctly before my before my shit started freezing and lagging, that may have been 68 to 69. Or 78 to 79. So it had to be like 78 to 79. And then obviously, like I said, I, I, that's the trade rumors for the New York Knicks. I already told you guys 89 to 90, actually. With just under three minutes left to go. And it looks like Mobley just hit himself a, um, a free throw to make this a two-point game. Let's see what the New York Knicks do here. I forgot I was about to say something to you, too, and I just forgot. Now, let's go ahead and switch over, right? Before we get too deep, deep into football, right? Let's... Ooh, Julius Randle with a hard take. Scores um, Yep, scores the game 91 all. This game is going to come down to the wire. Just like how a lot of the games that we got to see over this weekend came down to the wire. Let's go ahead, before we start, give a nice little... Shout out to an individual, uh, to our uh, to our only representative from our wait wait do the fuck Trey Young. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny, but I mean, I, I am here. I'm here for. I'm so good for the shit in the game. Oh, you so good. Oh wait 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 wait. Here we go. Yo, you thought Trey Young was still good, right? Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! Fuck Trey Young! So before we before we shit, he did drop motherfucking thirty yesterday. He did, but it wasn't fifty. But it wasn't fifty, and we'll talk about that a little bit later too. 
Um, actually, before we before we get it before we get directly over there, let's do a couple of things, right? Let's go let's go ahead and pay tribute to everybody that has that has been affected by COVID, and let's go ahead and and do what we like to call our twenty one light salute, where we get to, where we go ahead and flick our light seven times in honor of everybody that has been affected by COVID. You understand? We we know that there's been a lot of people that that has been impacted either by deaths, financial strains, or or, or deaths deaths financial strain, or even just or, or even just. Uh, unrecoverable to go ahead illness or whatever to go ahead and, and go ahead and as everybody that been effectively effective most mostly adversely by so let's go ahead and, and start flicking those lights seven times can i get a light over here to flick for somebody thank you guys for handing that to me all right, nope, nope, that's not the light switch. Okay, that is the light switch. Let's go. All right, so that's gonna be one, and we're, and we're not even close to being done. Two, we're not through. Three, that's from you to me. Five, four, we got a few more. Five for those alive. Six, let's continue to stay in the mix. And folks, that for all of those in heaven, folks, that is the twenty-one light salute where we flick our Co-host whatever times that I was started by co-host one of the drunk uncles himself, Mark. That shit. My bad, Mark. I, I should I should have that shit. Nah, it's it's right. I gotta go back to work right now. Bet, bet. So as we transition on the doubt, I, I see I see as you as you as you coming in out. As we get into our second, our second hour of the podcast, folks, I know you guys forget that the that the our call in hotline is officially open. If you have downloaded the Podbean app, you can call in and join the podcast through our hotline provided through the Podbean app, folks. If you're not listening through Podbean, then you can, there's plenty of ways that you can listen to the podcast. Normally, I just tell people, just listen, just tell your smart speaker, play the latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast. You gotta, you gotta spill it out for that. It's M is in Mike, Y is in Yankee, T is in Tangle Sports Podcast. It may be a smart speaker, but it ain't that bright all the time, right? Tell it to go ahead and play the latest episode of the Mighty Sports Podcast, or play whatever you listen to podcast at. Google has a whole section for podcasts. It's over there too. Tune in wherever. You know what I mean? If you catch, if you want to catch the live show. That's what, that's, what, that's what you use the Podbean for. You go directly to my website, mytsports.net, or you can watch us live wherever you watch videos. At. That's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. We're all there, B. We're all there. You understand? Not to mention all the archives are there on YouTube as, uh, on, on YouTube as well. So you, can, so you can listen if you want to. You can watch if you want to. You can do whatever you want. You just make sure you go ahead and share that. Go ahead and send that love if you can. So if you are listening, go ahead and like, share, subscribe. You know what I mean? Hit that, hit that little button. Hit that little button that goes every single time I drop some shit, so you can get a notification. So let's go ahead and switch it over to a, um, to a little bit of Rock Nation Sports, folks. Because as you know, as you guys know here on the Mighty Sports Podcast, we are the number one podcast for all Rock Nation news, folks. Let's get into our Rock Nation report right now, folks. Now it's been a quiet week, and if to say the least, for Rock Nation Sports, folks. Now. Quiet in a sense that it wasn't a lot, but there was definitely statements being made. Unfortunately, these statements being made wasn't during a W. So what we gonna do with you? I know how we gonna get through. <laughs> First shout out goes to number 13. For actually the only shout out, folks. It's almost like an honorable mention, but we know that's what we do here, right? Let's go ahead and get this Rock Nation athlete out of the way, folks. 
we want to give a shout out to one number 13 the wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills Gabriel Davis who had four touchdowns in a postseason game folks eight talk eight receptions on 10 targets 201 yards four touchdowns over in NFL history over 200 yards and four touchdowns a single player in NFL history in a single playoff game. Unfortunately, it would not be well received, folks, for all of his heroics that that was done by by the by the Buffalo Bills wide receiver. And at the end of the day, they just really couldn't keep up. As we said to you before, folks, out of all of the four games, one of these things was not like the other. One of these things was not like the same. As these kids like to say that, and the kids like to say nowadays, folks, that, that just means that they different. And Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid, they different, folks. They're the only ones that they're the only ones that had a game to go into overtime this weekend. They're the only one that had a game that was won by more than three points, folks. I would I wasn't won by exactly three points, folks. Maybe maybe that was the caveat. They, they've had to play two games in the once, like a regular season game and an overtime game. Maybe that's where you get the six points, two field goals, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? And folks, they were the only ones that were favorite to win, to actually win, folks. Kansas City beat, I don't want to say they beat the brakes off of them, but they beat them 42 to 36 in a game that Buffalo had. I, 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 know, I know we're going to be hard-pressed to be able to get any Buffalo fans on the podcast today as they're probably still a, a little bit emotional destroyed. They're not ready to open up and let that wound bleed out just so it can build that perfect scab so it can heal. Right? They, they're over there still trying to nurse it. They're poking at it every single day. That shit, like, like not only is it fresh, but it's also kind of sore. You can see areas where it's pussing. It could possibly get an infection. Like, let's go ahead and clean this up for you, baby. You know what I mean? No animal crackers shall go unchewed today. The Buffalo Bills had this game. That's the thing that probably made this so bad. And that may be the theme of what happened this weekend, period. But these games were here to have. And the Buffalo Bills were down by enough points with enough time that they should not have even been in a position to tie this game. But we're talking about key turnovers, costly drops. It... it just didn't matter. Whatever they, whatever reason that they could possibly find to not win this game, is exactly what happened. And now here we are, sitting back here, talking to Buffalo fans. I'm talking to you guys, while Buffalo fans are out there. What are they doing out there? What like they're doing? They're doing something out there. So Buffalo and Kansas City, they, they, they get into it. And this game is a shootout. This game, it, it probably culminates everything that we was watching this whole entire weekend, right? Where we had great games this weekend. We had great games this weekend. A lot of them a little, lot, little less high scoring than we would have liked it to be. 
But when it comes to playoff football, we already know that every every game matters. And it's either yet you go hard or you go home. And speaking of going hard or go home, folks, we also have something that can help you go hard anytime that you are ready to go home, folks. And that is something called Blue Chew. What is Blue Chew? Blue Chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can give you back your thrill. All you'll, need, all you'll have to do is open up a packet and head to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. You know what pops it. Don't be pussy whip. You got to see. Bang, bang. Bang, 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 bang. So she's gonna love how you come through like a champ when you blue chewing it. And if you use promo of what we got here for you guys. Where the love go? Five, four, three, two. I Julius Aloysius. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, currently just happened, but uh, currently down two points, 95, 93, 1.7 seconds left to go in this game. I know that my shit is buffering, so this game may even be over by the time it finished buffering. So while that finished buffering, you don't have to wait any ridiculous lag times or ridiculous times for you to go ahead and get your business done, folks. What am I talking about? I'm still talking about Bluetooth, folks. All you got to do is go ahead and grab yourself one of these little packs and everything that you do in the sack will have you will have her say, Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Ooh, what it is. This week's promo code is GBKH. That's Golf Bravo Kilo Hotel. And you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free on me. The only requirement is that you pay for shipping and handling. Listen, I don't have to ask you to have to pay your social your to pay your postal workers, do I? Thank you. I didn't think I was gonna have to beg. Folks, New York Knicks have the ball on an inbound play. 95 to 93, 1.7 seconds left to go. Let's see what kind of play they execute to have. I ain't gonna lie. Having a hard time staying awake here. And Okay, are they about to run a play? I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Okay, here we go, here we go. And folks, New York Knicks get a shot up and they do not make that shot. It is 95 to look at this, look at this. Inbound play. They get it to Julius like 80 feet from the thing. Yeah, Julius Randle basically catches the ball. Like, oh, that's disgusting. He catches his ball basically in the corner of the half-court line. And then he takes a spinning fadeaway three-pointer to try to win the game. I don't even understand what that last play was. Well, listen, and it this isn't just here. That doesn't understand last plays. Folks, in Buffalo, they don't understand some of these last plays, folks. As Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes started catching fire towards the end of this game, as Buffalo was in great position to go ahead and take this game and win this game. Folks, even when um, they're talking about that after 
Fab after 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 Buffalo came after Buffalo came and they scored to go ahead and take the lead and make this what was basically a three point game at that time. They all they needed to do to um and what they could have done to go ahead and ice this game was not kick it out the kick it out the end zone where you stop the clock and you give this and you give this team only eighty yards now to go to score or even less than that to get into scoring position. Right. You're talking about your 80 yard line. You're talking about all you need is about maybe 30 more yards before your before your kickers in field goal position these days. <clears throat> and what was said is that there was just basically way too much time being left on the clock. About oh, there was there was way too much time that was left on the clock for them to give. Patrick Mahomes and like I said there's a couple of people that and, and you know when you fucked up right yeah you kind of generally know when you when you fuck up and you can see that the coaching staff and everybody else kind of thought like listen this is an opportunity I definitely slipped between your fingers to do a squib kick or to keep this ball in bounds in a sense means that you're, you're they would have been allowing some time to go ahead and, and expire off of that clock and now maybe um, Josh Allen doesn't have enough time to get off two, maybe even three plays before he has to kick a field goal. That game could have possibly been over in one more drive, and it's a wrap. But at the end of the day, what tends to, what tends to happen is that when these teams with what's considered elite quarterbacks go into these no-huddle or rush formations, right, they just tend not to miss for some odd reason. Like, you could be stopped all goddamn season long. You could be stopped all year long. Now, all of a sudden, we got to go into a two-minute drill, and I can't stop you for shit. You trying to embarrass me, B? Mm-mm-mm. I ain't going to lie. I can't wait to Wednesday so we can talk some more. So the Buffalo Bills end up being not like all of the other groups in its peer. It won by six points and it also won in overtime. Now in overtime, you um, Buffalo will go ahead and get that ball first, and not Buffalo, but Kansas City will go ahead and get the ball first, and then Avers after that it is murder she wrote murderer. You're a murderer, Jano. That with too much time on the clock, they tied it. With the ball back at after half or at, at or in overtime, Patrick Mahomes just basically he goes, he marches down, he scores. This is one of those times. I I, I get it. He's Patrick Mahomes. I get it. These guys, but all you gotta do is get one stop. Like if you're one of these better defenses, you need one stop, one freaking stop. Put your nose down and stop somebody. Because there's one thing that this weekend definitely showed us was anybody can be beat. Anybody can be beat. And definitely to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying anybody can be beat right here. I ain't gonna lie, Buffalo kind of fucked the church's money because if you had. If you were doing all underdogs, which I think a lot of people there, this amount of people there, which kind of, the energy felt that way. Now, a lot of these underdogs were going to come up with a victory this weekend. And, folks, we saw three out of four underdogs win this week. 
My dad is something for your for your Vegas books. Three out of four win this week. Kansas City, the only one that didn't win by three. But like all the other ones, it was basically a walk-off victory. They scored that touchdown, it's a wrap. All the other games, your kicker, who is barely even real a real person, that was said to me by another NFL player. <laughs> Right? Well, I heard another NFL player say that. So, kickers are barely even people until kickers matter. And kickers really mattered in this game, in this series. Now, while Patrick Mahomes is over there and represented for all all of the light skins around the world, right? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, he he is he is another key representing the lighter side of news. In the other end, right? We have what is the underdogs. So have no fear, folks. The underdogs are here. And they are led by the one and only Florida man. Ah, <sighs> Well, folks, we know in this game, Florida man just had to show his ass, folks. And what am I talking about? Tom Brady in this game. He, I, I ain't gonna lie. There was a point in this game where I really thought the top, the top that that Tampa was gonna. There was a point in this game before they really started their drive. I was like, damn, y'all don't piss. Goat. And that is when. They had that sketchy little, um, 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 what was supposed to be? Um, roughing the passer or some shit like that. And Tom Brady was trying to figure out where his call was at. His lip was busted. And there was a little, there was a little bit of, like, uh, like helmet to helmet that kind of jarred him up there. And all I could remember thinking at that time was like, damn, they done pissed him off. And it's going to be a wrap now. Because that is one of those streets that get blocked up if somebody, if one little person is inconsiderate. So that's Tom Brady getting himself a unsportsmanlike conduct or some shit like that for his behavior after after what he thought was a penalty. The that look the, the LA Rams they, they they would not allow all of these opportunities to go unattended. Because <laughs> basically what they did is that they, they basically try to take advantage of all of these turnovers and all of these short field scenarios. Like I said, it was just crazy this weekend. Like, I'm not even just talking about, like, not even just what's happening in Buffalo and Kansas City. We're talking about San Francisco and Green Bay. Like, that is, that is bananas. Oh, man. Like, everything was crazy this weekend. And everything came down to the wire. And that's probably what, what made it so damn good. And that's what makes football so damn good is that, I know we're not, we didn't see any real shitty games this weekend, but even the shitty games, because of how football is set up, right, in, in its scoring, and even in in its scheduling, it really, it really makes things like this, like, really people-friendly.
Now, as far as our Florida man goes, right? <laughs> right. We have so we have Tom Brady as Florida man um exhibit A, right? Um, crying and complaining and, and trying to get one of those calls that Tom Brady normally normally gets. And like I said, I remember feeling to myself like, damn, they done pissed him off. They done pissed him off. He's gonna fuck. He's gonna fuck them over now. And that wasn't quite the case, folks. As one of the first underdog, as, as as one of the underdogs to fall, we see Tom Brady and his Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose to the L.A. Rams. And even as it's happening, I'm watching them like, oh, wow, like this is really over. Like we can celebrate <laughs> for like just a brief moment. Because, like I said, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady, or now Tampa Bay because Tom Brady is on there, and even more so, you guys know how I feel about Tom Brady. Now I'm from New York, and you know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Hmm. got We cut this podcast short today. We cut this podcast super short today. I can't keep my eyes open for nothing. So those goddamn allergy pills. I'm telling you. But don't worry, folks. When we come back on Wednesday, like we'll we'll go ahead and we'll dissect this next game that just passed, right? We won't have any Rock Nation sports probably to talk about. We, who knows if we have any lot of side news? But we'll definitely go ahead and dive and, and dive, in, dive into the games that we just saw, at least the other half of them, right? Even a little bit more, get some calls, um, get some participation from the callers, let them know, uh, um, get a feel for how they how they felt so far this season about their team's progress and what kind of changes that they would like to possibly see happen. But while while the underdogs started their little march, right, and it started with the and I should say started with, but also, but one of the dominoes that we saw that we saw fall was what was the Florida man, and it was Tom Brady, and it this was poetic justice to me in a sense, right, because I always hear everybody talk about the the, the analysis of how to beat Tom Brady, but it's almost the analysis of how to beat any quarterback, the majority of them. Put pressure on that offensive line. Make them feet happy. Get them off their spot. The only time that Tom Brady has ever really fully lost is when he's gotten uncomfortable, had to top, had to tap dance like Gregory Highs or whatever. You know what I mean? And we moved them off his spot. And yet we just been giving him way too much time. That's why he said this is how this LA Rams has been team has been set up. They really have they really have people that's able to rush from each corner and up the middle at the same time. You really have no time to breathe. And the fact that the Dallas Mavericks, not the Dallas Mavericks, <coughs> the fact that the LA Rams, or Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I should say, that they, did, they didn't have members on the offensive line. Like, you know what? That's That, that basically smelled barbecue chicken alert for those guys up there. It's exactly what you did to Patrick Mahomes. And now that it's coming back to you. And you know what they say, karma's a bitch. And even though I don't want you here, but... Don't you regret not coming to the net? So... I'm from New York, and you know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Where the bread at, Tom Brady? I need some bread, nigga. He owe me. But it wasn't just Tom Brady's performance, right, on the field that would go noticed. It would also be of another Florida man's performance on the field. Right? And that is one Antonio Brown. <laughs> yes, folks. 
Antonio Brown decides to go ahead and interject his way into the conversation again. And that was when a fan shared something tagging Antonio Brown, stating that I'm showing up, I'm holding up a sign saying that Tampa Bay lost, right? And and that, you know, and it's a picture basically of him with his hands up, but it's isn't a tie that he had when he walked out the field a couple weeks ago. He's using a using a moment to glorify that moment. Well, you know what, J.R. Smith found, um decided to J.R. Smith. I don't know why I'm calling him J.R. Smith. Antonio Brown. Jesus. Antonio Brown basically Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Alright, so he, he ends up sharing he ends up sharing um a meme that somebody else said and it basically implicates that that town Brady and Tampa Bay has lost. Now I am gonna mention one thing, right? And it's so odd. It really is odd. And that is that while one Florida man couldn't perform when needed, blue chew, blue chew, blue chew. What he missed was his dysfunctional best friend in Florida. Still in a way. What they missed is what 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 they missed it was their dysfunctional best friend. And who that is is Antonio Brown. They omit they missed Antonio Brown. And even and even Chris, oh my god, when to an extent, right? Because you started seeing this game when they clamped down on Mike Evans, who was having a beautiful game at that as well. They clamped down on Mike Evans, and they also clapped down on the tight end, Gronk, and made Tom Brady not only sit back there and have to just, and have no also throw to when it comes to those guys, also have to find the third and fifth guy. now avoiding pressure. So, if the new if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a one year hiatus, if yeah, if if they would have had if if, they, if Antonio Brown. Didn't have his, this little one-year hiatus, or this little few games hiatus. I am in full belief that Tampa Bay not only wins this game, but they're probably winning the Super Bowl if they have the, if they have their guys. But listen, I'm not trying to have sympathy for them for not having their weapons. They beat a team last year who didn't have their weapons because of COVID. They've taken advantage of plenty of teams that didn't have their weapons, and throughout the years they have taken advantage of lots of faulty play callers to help start your career and your dynasty. Now it just seems to see it finally on the other shoe, the, the, see the, the shoe on the other foot as Matthew Stafford gets a Tom Brady kind of call. But you know what? How we feel about Tom Brady? I'm from New York, and you know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Yeah, AB basically proved that they would have won if he if if he was there. So I understand him. I understand him hanging on the rim at that time. But why? But why? 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 Unless unless you have conceded the fact that you probably are out of the league one hundred percent. There just would have been too many to account for. I know people say like ah, they probably would have found a way to win. I don't know. It would have been too many people to account for. I understand that you could have that you could have still sent four and even stunted with the fifth every once in a while to be to be able to still get that same kind of pressure while you while you had enough people out of the backfield. But eh, I go all fancy for. That's what I'm curious about. But folks, 
I'm going to tell you something that you probably have never heard before or haven't heard in a really long ass time. I think that's the end of the show. I think I think I want to give you guys about an hour today, folks. We'll come back with a big three-hour show on Wednesday night. Reason why? Number one reason? I'm tired. I ain't gonna lie. I I am tired. I I, I am tired. I have had a, a a busy day, and I took a better job, and that shit is kicking the fuck in. And I feel like I am not just mumbling. I feel like I'm losing my train of thought every two seconds. So, folks. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you guys continue to step, catch a wave that never subsides and continue to stay mighty. I'm your host, the one known Donald Omar Taylor. You guys be safe out there. Love you all. Thank you for joining the podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and also subscribe. That little, that little button, that little, that little tingling noise in the back of your eardrum that goes every time I drop a new beat for you. All right, people, I'm out of here. Hey, yo, DJ Mighty, play my outro so I can stop rambling. Jesus. Sorry, B. Damn right, you're sorry. I tried. Excuses. Honest. Excuses. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. <sighs> no lag. No lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, mighty podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My tea. Sports. Email myself. Get me off camera. I'm a fucking fool. And let's cut this audio too. See you guys. Ronnie, Mark, out of here. Have a good night. Yeah.